0: What's up guys, welcome to another episode of the Jiu Jitsu Junction podcast. My name is Andre and I'm here with my buddy Chase and today we will be discussing goal setting as a Jiu Jitsu white belt. Setting the right goals as a Jiu Jitsu white belt is one of the most important things that you can do and I feel like there's a big problem with Jiu Jitsu white belts setting the wrong goals, unrealistic goals, or just, you know, the wrong goals.
1: You mean I'm not gonna tap somebody out of
0: every class? Well, I mean you can you can warm up your tapping fingers and tap people mm-hmm. as you're tapping out in oh, class, right? It. It. So so setting these unrealistic performance goals against other students is a pretty big problem. And it's really easy to have this happen, right? Yeah, for sure. So it's it's really about it seems like making the shift from Having goals around performance to goals around development and learning is so important. But nobody talks about how to do it. Yeah, and and,
1: I mean, it's definitely, I understand, you know, you're, we're new, you know, new to a a combat art and you're with another, like, you want to do well, you want to, you want to win, you know, it's, if you're getting into a hobby, you want to be good at your hobby. So, you know, you're the first place people look and... You know, I, I coach kids. The first place people look every time is wins and losses, and it's like, it's not maybe, – maybe let's work on getting better at uh, at controlling our emotions during the match, you know, and, and keeping our position the whole time. So,
0: yeah, it's it's a, it's a
1: hard thing in the beginning. You want to do good, so we got to kind of defer that and, and set goals on the right things.
0: Yeah, you, you mentioned talking about, like, people controlling their emotions. Right. And, and that's, that's something that we always talk to children about, right? Adults need it too. They need it a lot. Sometimes they need it more because they never put in the work to get their emotional reactions under control to begin with.
1: Yeah. And there's years of of things that that may have happened years of uncomfortable things. You know, I, I run into people all the time, never grappled. So, you know, they've been maybe a car wreck and it brings back a memory know so those are things that adults kids usually don't have to deal with those things they don't have traumatic possible traumatic experiences and things that may come back you know i don't i don't like this or i get i lose my breath when i'm in a tight spot you know those things aren't usually things kids say those are more adult problems and stuff you know yeah
0: for sure so like There's a lot of basic things that can be viewed as progression. Emotional control is one of them. Making the shift into a learning mindset is one of them. Letting go of performance goals (laughs) is one of them. Um, You're not going to suddenly become a star athlete, especially if you started out like I did where... You're just an office worker, right? You're an office worker in your late 20s, early 30s. That's a pretty common demographic to get into jujitsu. And there's nothing about a desk job that prepares you for being good at something like jujitsu.
1: Nope, nope, nope. But I tell you what,
0: there's some scary desk jockeys. Man, I tell you, <laughs> two and a half,
1: three years, just stick with it. I this. <laughs> yeah. uh, two and a half, three years, it make it. Especially uh, w- when, uh, <laughs> um, when obviously a, a guy in our gym sticks out to me more than anything, and he, I remember we had a talk. Maybe it was a year and a half ago, and uh, it was after a roll. And we got done. He said, "Oh man, did almost get you." And I was like, "No." Nah. I said, "Well, I mean, it was close." I was like, "But you know, you were kind of too tight. You kind of attacked it too hard. Like you were really trying to win it." He was like, "Well, I was. I was trying to get it." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, okay." So we rolled the next round. And then we got done rolling, and I was like, "That's the difference in trying to win stuff and trying to not." I, uh, he probably didn't win a position, you know. And I yeah. just showed him the difference, and he was just like, "Whoa!" And he was like, "What do you mean?" And I explained, "Man, I, I'm not trying. I'm trying to to feel the things you're doing, you know. I'm trying to work the moves we're working on in class, the works, you know, what I'm doing. Like I, I've got different goals than trying to win the and, and it just kind of like mind you know, blew his mind. And he was like, "Oh," and we talked about that day, playing with things, you know, and that was what kind of shifted his focus from, man, he was trying to win. And that was probably a year and a half, maybe, yeah, probably two years of him training where he was trying to win. You know, that was just nobody had sat down and said, hey, then try to try to play with something, try to have some fun, like set a different, yeah, you know, like winning, man, there's no referees in here. You know, so it was a cool uh, kind of eye-opener for him. And then, you know, he catches guys that I get to travel across the world to, to fight with.
0: Yeah, that's super... It's really cool. Huh? It's a super interesting and inspiring kind of story, yeah. right? Uh, so, ma- like, a lot of the times, people don't make the shift from trying to roll to win to trying to roll to learn until two or three years in, right? Yep. You can, de- you can definitely make that shift sooner. Yeah, shorten like, the curve. Like, be-, be very deliberate, and you'll be able to shorten the curve, right? So... There's it the... just
1: starts with knowing knowing that, man, winning, you're in a jiu-jitsu room, probably, your white belt, you just started out. And we talked about it before, like, you know, a little bit of that swallow, that ego, like, everybody has done this. If you're new, everybody's done this longer than you, probably in the room, you know, so understand that things are probably being allowed, and having that understanding is going to cut that curve. I've watched white belts come in the room that, oh, man, I'm, I'm just, I just want to learn, man, this stuff's cool, you know. Yeah,
0: they progress faster. <laughs> really fast. Especially in the technical aspects, right? Yeah. And you usually see this, I don't know if this is in your experience, but it's the, the smaller people, they're just, they they let go of the need to win a little bit sooner.
1: And sometimes the hippies. The hippies, yeah, yes. Yeah, sometimes God, the hippies.
0: There, there are some deadly hippies out there. Man, we uh, <laughs> I'll say,
1: you definitely know, he plays bass guitar, uh, Jason. Man, just a really? just a real laid-back guy. He plays bass guitar. He posts pictures of his cat on his Instagram. But, man, he he just never really cared about winning. Like, he was like, oh, man, if they want to smash me, man, they can. He was like, this is cool to me. He's like, I'm using my feet. And then he would, like, find ways to get to people's back using just his guard because Jeff would tell people to use just your feet. You know, mm-hmm. that's all he was trying to do, man. And and then people are like, man, how long's he been doing it? Uh, probably eight months. <laughs> but, he, but he literally played for you. Yeah. He never had that barrier where he was trying to win. He was like, oh, man, hey, it's cool. Yeah. I'm going to go play bass guitar later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So like uh, as a white belt, that changing those unrealistic expectations into more of a learning mindset really helps you deal with the frustrations that come with being an abject beginner in a combat sport, right? Um, Because really most of the time when you have like... When you feel bad emotionally, it's because there is an expectation mismatch to what you're likely to have as a result. And getting rid of that results-oriented thinking—it's—it's oh, it's powerful in life, but God, is it really applicable to jujitsu? That's uh. Over
1: the last week, I've been really, uh, you know, kind of just thinking and reflecting on my kids' program and how I I kind of do things. Um, and when I have kids come in from out of town, stay with me. I don't know how much, like I I, th- I started thinking about the conversations I had with his dad. I gave his dad an update on the week, and my update didn't have a single technique thing in it. You know, it was things, you know, how to deal with jiu and just uh, his goals. And then kind of, well, he was a little unrealistic at first. He came here and, man, all of our kids do MMA, all of our kids compete in MMA on a national level. And he thought he should have been winning. In the first day and a half, he was, like, beating himself up, and he was having a bad day. And, you know, we really – and it was just funny because I don't know if I taught him a technique all week. You know, I just talked to him about things like that. Like, man, let's – is that how – is that the goals we won't set? Is that what we're trying to work for? So, you know, with kids, shifting stuff like that is probably first priority in my kids' program. Like, we're not trying to win. We're trying to hit moves. You know, not not direct kids. I give them a little more bumpers and, you know – hey, we can only work on these moves this weekend. Like, hey, we're preparing for this tournament. We can only work on these moves. Oh, man, and it, we go to competition with that mindset. Um, and we come back with more medals than you would probably think, uh, not focusing on winning. And when we set a goal with our kids to win, um, we usually come back with shiny gold medals and belts. You know, but usually we don't set goals to win, even in competition, you know, yeah, I mean, that's there's growth, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's crazy, but that's yeah. that's just for growth purposes, nothing else.
0: yeah, it's a very, very interesting thing. like setting the right mental foundation for learning, um, it's harder to do for people when losing is so visible. It's very visible when you're losing in grappling. it's it's especially in competitions. and I think that one of the really cool, unique things that's happening in your program is, treating those things that people have as high stakes as just a part of training god that, that I, f- I feel like that's one of the um, unique things that's building such a strong foundation in these yep. kids yep so that's that's
1: especially how i would start you know if i'm if i'm starting off and i'm coming from the desk and this is a hobby and that's it if you can disconnect from because i mean just uh if you want to be competitive, man, set you a goal. Say, okay, and and if you're working a desk job, you understand time investment, you know. Say, okay, maybe three years from now, I'll look at competing a little bit. But set you a time, you know, and and just cut that back. Uh, Yeah. And this last thing I'll say about that, my 16-year-old, he lost in the finals. Uh, We've been working on his striking, on disrupting, and after, you know, the second thing he said, first thing he was like, man, I'm like, yeah, I thought so. You know, I, I thought he won the fight. And, uh, but the second thing he said, he was like, I landed that teep a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Micro goals. We're in a national yeah, tournament. Yeah.
1: You know, th- this was to go to world team qualifier. We go to Abu Dhabi, you know, in a month, a uh, month and a half. You know, and that was just, that was the second thing he said. He's like, I kept landing that teep when he would throw his right hand. I was like, yeah, you did. We worked on that a lot. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. really, really, really cool.
0: So what, what do you think that kind of the equivalent would look like? for an adult jujitsu white belt um man you
1: i would probably set uh four to six weeks is usually a good periodization time to work on something you can so i'd probably set four to six week periods where you know obviously i'm still doing what what the what class is instructing you know but but i would find something that i enjoy and probably four to six weeks at a time like i would play with that like if, if the role happened to get away from what the instructor was teaching that day, I would try to find that, you know, I would try to work on that. I would try to, I wouldn't watch just any YouTube videos for a month, you know, for four to six weeks. I would watch stuff like uh, right now I'm nerding out on a feet and hips and you scoop the knee for a single leg X and taking a calf slicer. So I just look at where I can find it everywhere. Yeah. Um, and now I'm grabbing that kid and I'm like, Hey, look, this is what I'm finding. And he's playing with the same thing for the time I am. And he comes and shows me things, you know. So that's a 16-year-old kid showing me stuff from the same little idea. So that that's probably, it would just be fine things that, that you, you're like, oh, man, that was a cool move. We done the rolling kimura, you know, that things like that, things that are not just something that, that is interesting because you want to do fun things, and that will help with enjoying it. And that's the biggest reason why I make the kids do it. You know, they enjoy competing because they're trying to hit things. Their goals are different. These other kids are – Throwing their headgears and slamming, and parents are cussing them out. And we're like, hmm, <laughs> "Shoot, he got you, didn't he?" <laughs> hey, we didn't get to do what we were trying to do. No, we we tried to give him his leg, but he didn't want the leg. You know, he wanted to do his one move. I was like, "Yeah, it, it happens." Mm-hmm. You know, and, you, and the kids that get beat are slamming their head gear, You know, so it changes the, it changes everything. Uh, I'd play, play with, play with stuff. Four to six weeks. Yeah, that would be a that'd be a good guideline.
0: So four four to six weeks within you know a concentration bubble, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So and, like, and that
1: would, oh, that's the best way to put it too. A concentration bubble, um, you know, and hopefully we'll be soon be able to put. I want to really hammer out some technique stuff for for that reason. Like to give, there's some fun bubbles, you know. Take concentration bubble, a set of a technique that has a couple moves that you can play with and find ways to better believe it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's um, so the space is built. Um, we're, we're just finalizing a few tweaks and then we're going to work with camera settings and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, that kind of thing should be coming sometime in the next two to four weeks and and then, and then you'll be off in Abu Dhabi and then we'll take a, take a little breather and then we'll try again, right?
1: Then Abu Dhabi and then, uh, I'll leave Abu Dhabi and I go to Moscow, Russia.
0: Okay. Yeah. And that's for uh, cornering somebody, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't get to come home. Well, I, I could come home for 12 hours. I could fly from Abu Dhabi to Charlotte and then I'd get back on a plane 12 hours later from Charlotte to Washington.
0: Back Man, to. forget that. <laughs> go, go. Yeah, I'm going to hang out. I'm going
1: to hang out in Dubai for a day. Yeah, exactly. It's
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's upcoming. Um, so, uh, that's a
1: pretty, sorry. That's a pretty cool thing about uh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, getting uh start like white belt. Look, you want to see like a jujitsu culture. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just a quick little thing. Abu Dhabi has invested a lot of money in the jiu-jitsu culture. They're trying to make jiu-jitsu their national sport. Oh, fascinating.
0: I yes, didn't know just, that.
1: Just uh, <clears throat> that's something – that's a cool little thing to look into. If you want to see, like, jiu-jitsu culture growing there, mean they offer a lot of money to go teach jiu-jitsu there for three months at a time. Um had the opportunity to roll in, a, in, in their competition room. Uh, 13 black belts, nine had stripes. Uh, they were getting ready for some IBJJF tournament, but – yeah the where where the world tournaments held is in their Abu Dhabi Sports Council their Jiu-Jitsu Federation. The gym has six mat rooms like it's something crazy. It's a it's a crazy Jiu-Jitsu facility.
0: Uh do do you know how they handle training their white belts?
1: Um no, but holy. There there is a bunch. Uh, you know all the kid they the, the kids have the bottom floor and then you you go up floors and there's multiple training rooms on the other floors very interesting yeah and you see guys come in all the time uh just loads of people so i haven't i've only had the opportunity i met one of the instructors and he invited me in so i had kind of the the special opportunity to train with (laughs) the competition yeah there was one blue belt one brown belt and you know i was the brown belt in the room right and i only got to touch the blue belt for about three minutes and the instructor called him off and then nine more rounds of black belts was struck so it was fun
0: very fun yeah cool uh, yeah. So, uh, so as, as a one, no, don't that's, follow cool, that's yeah. cool stuff. Um, so create your mental foundation, kind of shift your thinking, um, temper your expectations, have it be more realistic for where you're at. Like you don't, you don't need to be thinking about step 100 when you're at step five.
1: Yeah. Just think about it. Thought that I could have uh, if I would have thought in my head that winning that 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 day, I had ten rolls, and they were uh, they were doing nine minute roll or eight minute roll, but nonetheless, it was ten rolls in a row, nine rolls black belts with all with stripes, and they didn't they you know they all spoke Brazilian in Dubai, <laughs> in Abu Dhabi, they all spoke Brazilian. But if I would have really like really though, if I would have set the goal that day, man, I'm gonna go in there and smash these guys.
0: That would have been a different experience. Man,
1: I probably would have been down for the next two or three days. I'd have been mm-hmm. disappointed in myself, like reflecting on, man, why did I? Do? But, man, I went in there and I had fun, and I caught a lot of, a lot of a lot of, a lot of good people. But I had fun. Mm-hmm. They were laughing, you know, yeah. and, and yeah, you know, they smashed me. Whatever they did, their smash. But I had fun. Um, you know, I, I made friends. I don't think some of those guys had friends in the room. Yeah, you know, because that that just there, but just because of my change in demeanor in the room. You know, I made two or three friends, and the next time I went, I got invited back. So I, I get to go again. I will definitely get to train with him again. Um, he said, "No, bring Ghee next time. I have Ghee for you."
0: Very yes, nice. Thank you. That's you cool. Know, so yeah,
1: yeah. Really cool. Um, and that's off of you know just a different goal set. So that's a that's even a different reward than what you probably would think. You know, it's because I didn't go in there and try to try to win every round, and I had fun. Like I, I was laughing because I'd hit the move I was trying to hit, and uh, they enjoyed it. It was you know. Their yeah. competition, their last competition practice, and they were all in there grunting and bleeding. And not when they rolled with me, mm-hmm. we would have fun and play. And uh, so it kind of changed the demeanor of all the most of the guys. There were a couple.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always a couple. Always,
1: but yeah, it, it was it changed there. You know, it, it typically does. We talk about traveling uh, a lot too. That's that's the way to travel and ensure that uh, no injuries and that kind of thing happens too. Because you're 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 playing. People sense that too. So
0: yeah. So so change. Change up here, and it's going to really help you set the right goals, um, keep your motivation up, um, make it so that you're enjoying your training way more. Have fun. Have fun. fun. Most of the time, 99% of the people, this is supposed to be fun, so keep it fun. Um, Give yourself the ability to feel a sense of progression. You're, you're not going to get that feeling if you set the wrong goals. Give yourself micro goals. Give yourself, you know, I'm going to try and hit these three escapes from this position. I'm going to pull bottom mount and then work on my bump and roll first. You know? <laughs> yeah. But
1: that, that's, yeah.
0: No, there's there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. The
1: funniest thing is when you pull it, you're like, oh, 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 well, that didn't work. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's know? not a big deal. because no, That's right. exactly how you tell you. like, oh, well, she-
0: I I gave it a shot and now, (laughs) now, now it's back to the drawing board, try and figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. So, so set micro goals. It's okay. Micro goals are good. Take all of the small steps you need to take on your path and don't try to, you know, leap over these like pretty hard boundaries of performance. Like performance is going to take some time and it's going to take things that are more involved than simply working on a technique. You have to build your your physical capabilities too and all of these things like building physical capabilities takes time and it takes effort and if you're only relying on jujitsu which is you know it's okay if that's all you have time for it's okay then it's gonna take even more time like you you get to build your athletic base you get to make your progress but it takes time right so set good micro goals it's gonna make the whole journey way more fun it's going to feel more fulfilling and you know temper your expectations right good
1: deal yeah 100
0: all right well we hope this was helpful for you you know if you want to share some of your uh, experiences and maybe some micro goals that you're thinking about then leave it down in the comments below we read them uh thank you very much for watching and we will see you next time